Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Such Lady, and I'm your host, Siobhan. If you're new tuning in, thank you for stopping by. We hope you get comfortable and stay a while. Welcome to our toxic family. To all of our sales, y'all are so freaking dope, like for real. I love y'all. I love our community. The fact that I know y'all, I know y'all's family. Y'all tell me about y'all's kids. I tell y'all about my business. Listen, like we're family. Like if you say we aren't, you're lying. <laughs> like we know about each other's kids. Like we, like when this podcast first started, it was just like, okay, I'm just talking to y'all. But like I legit feel like I know y'all. And that is something I never imagined. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. You guys definitely pour into me. And I cannot say thank you enough. I couldn't do this without y'all. Our community keeps growing. And even if it doesn't grow any bigger than it does now, I love y'all. And I'm okay with where we at. Listen, I would rather have an authentic family than one that just got some folks here because they just here. Don't be here if you don't want to be here. Listen, because we loving over here. Now, this week, such a lady is Brandy Mims or Miss Perfectly Made 30, if you will. <laughs> Thanks for being so dope and being our such a lady of the week. Um, our such a lady business, because remember, we said we were going to shout out a business. Um, support, support, support. If you would like to have your business shout out here for the family to hear, definitely inbox me we we got you that's what we do here we support okay so our such a lady business of the week is sweets by lady die and we'll of course we're gonna post what she has a couple of them i know that she does way more than that on our such a lady 30 page so make sure you go there and it'll be on our facebook page but those are our such a lady of the week and our such a lady business of the week so thank you guys for being dope thank you guys for supporting us it's an honor that we get to support you all back now let's get into this week's toxic love story gone wrong i'm excited y'all i am i get excited like for real like this anyway okay so <laughs> mary ellen samuels born mary ellen gernick no, i'm like that um was born in california she grew up as a normal teenager doing stuff like going to the drive-in disneyland chasing boys you know the normal stuff girls tend to do mary ellen was said to have been able to turn a couple of heads back in her day like yeah uh Mary's friend said she was the one that got all the attention from the boys. She, yeah, she was hot stuff, y'all. Don't tell her nothing. And a lot of the boys had crushes on Mary Ellen. Um, probably because she had that name. I like the two. Y'all know me. I like the, the, the two names. The Mary Ellen or the, you know, um, what, what, uh, now I can't think of the two names. Uh, Corey Lynn, you know, uh, Becky Ann. Gracie Mae. I don't know why I like the two names. I just like them. So yeah, um, she was cute and she had the two names, Mary Ellen. Now, one of the people who had a crush on Mary Ellen was her neighbor, Robert Samuels. Um, Robert was a junior while Mary was a senior. And although Robert was feeling Mary Ellen, he just kind of watched from a distance. Robert would, you know, peek out the window, see what she doing, you know, kind of stand at the locker and people over there like, hey, hey, Mary, what's Mary doing? 
Mary. Okay, but Mary wouldn't be able, I mean, you know, Robert wouldn't be able to watch Mary for too long because Mary Ellen eventually got married, moved away, had a daughter. So Robert's hopes of the two having this happily ever after weren't looking too good for him. Um, That sucks for Robert, huh? But Robert wasn't going to sit at home and cry over no spilled milk. Nope, he wasn't going to do it. And neither should we. We shouldn't cry over spilled milk. But Robert said he wasn't going to do that. So Robert went on to be a successful camera technician who worked on movies such as The Color of Purple and Lethal Weapon 2. Love both of those movies, but just letting you know that those are some huge movies. So Robert wasn't out here working on no rinky dink, um, low budget films. You know what I mean? He was out here, he was getting it in. Oh, Rob was out here making a name for himself and was making that sh money, honey. Okay. <laughs> so when he spins the block and runs into Mary Ellen. He got something to work with. You know what I mean? Yeah, she might be married, but she's still going to know what she missed out on. Even though she didn't know that he even liked her. But she's still finna find out what he working with. Have y'all ever been like that? Like, listen, I know we ain't together no more, but let me make sure when he see me... <laughs> He know what he lost, okay? Listen, when he see me, he gonna know, listen, he gonna know that he missed out on a good thing. Yeah, listen, that's what Rob thought. He thought that when he saw Mary, she was gonna be like, oh my gosh, you know, that was my neighbor and I'm married, but look, mm, I could have had that. That's what, that's what Rob was thinking. I don't know. This is my mind. I don't know what he was thinking, but crazy thing is by the time this happened, Mary Ellen was single. So you think Rob was infatuated before. (laughs) Once Rob realized that Mary Ellen was a free agent, he was ready to lock her in. Put me in the game, coach. Like, let's go. Like, what are you talking about? I'm signing her. And he did. The couple would date for a little over six months before getting married. Six months. And I mean, nothing's wrong with that. Some people have gotten married, you know, after a one night stand and been married their whole entire lives. And then some people have dated for six years and then got married and didn't even last for six months. So um, to each his own. But Rob and Mary Ellen only dated for six months and we finna see how that worked out for them. Um, Once married, life was good. The couple got a house in the suburbs. You know, Rob was out here being a cameraman. Um, He would even go on to adopt Mary Ellen's daughter. Like, come on, y'all. Like, where where y'all at? Where a good man at? Let me move this rock and see. Okay. So, (laughs) it seemed like Rob got what he wanted. But y'all know me. Ain't it crazy how you think you want something until you get it and then you be like, what was I thinking? Like, did I really what, did I really want this? Or did I really do the research behind this? Or do you ever just honestly come out and be like, dang, I really wanted this and this ain't what I want? I have. Yeah, I'm just going to be honest with y'all several times. I've wanted stuff. I didn't pray for stuff and got it and been like, <laughs> okay, God. Like, and he'd be like, look, you asked for it. Don't play with me. I'm going to give you what you asked for. Now that you got it, 
Hmm. Now, I don't personally know Rob, but I can only imagine this is how he might have felt. You know what I mean? When I'm in my mind, in my own self mind. Here, this man was in love with this woman for years, and then he finally gets her and marries her and accepts her daughter as his own. Life should be good, right? In a perfect world. But we don't live in a perfect world. Mary Ellen liked to shop. Listen, she did. Honey, she liked to shop. She liked fast cars. She liked expensive things. She liked excitement. Mary Ellen just liked, okay? <laughs> she she just liked, all right? And Rob was known to have a good time, but he wouldn't turn up shawty like his wife. He wouldn't, listen, he wasn't trying to be in the streets all the time. You know, he was like, listen, I can go out sometime, but not all the time. But Mary Ellen wanted to be seen. She, You know what I mean? She had found her a good thing and he had some money and she wanted it to be known. Like she, you was going to know who Mary Ellen was. Now, over the years, the couple would begin to argue because of money. And these arguments kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger because Rob was like, look, I can't understand what part of stop spending you not understanding. Like, you you going to have to scale back. And she was like, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but <laughs> listen, you my husband, not my daddy. And Rob was like, okay, well, listen, let's try something different. Maybe she's just bored, okay? Maybe, maybe if I buy her a Subway restaurant, she'll find something to do. You know what I mean? So Rob buys this Subway and Mary Ellen is supposed to manage it. Rob hoped this would bring in more money and also give Mary a sense of purpose at the same time. At the very least, if she was working, she couldn't spend as much money as she was spending when she wasn't working. So hopefully Rob was going to get something out of it. Only thing is that it backfired. Mary Ellen ended up leaving Rob a Dear John letter saying that, look, this marriage is getting kind of stale. Um, it's really not giving what it used to give. I'm really, I'm really over it. I don't, I don't really want to be here no more. And so, you know, the couple have been married for some years now. The daughter is older. And so it's kind of like once Rob was like, look, you finna have to put up, you know what I mean? All these years I didn't take care of you. Now it's time for you to, you know, do something with yourself. She was like, no, <laughs> you better get somebody else to do it because I'm not going to be the one or the two. So she she bounces and she leaves and she takes her daughter. Well, actually their daughter, because let's not forget, Rob adopted, you know, her daughter. So um, Mary Ellen takes their daughter and she moves out into a condo. And she tells Robert, listen, we finna get a divorce because um, I'm not finna do this. <laughs> I'm not finna work. I ain't never had to work since I done been with you. You know how this go. I, you work, I spend. 
Now you're trying to change the narrative and I don't like it. So I'm out. And so Robert still being in love with her thinking, okay, well, listen, let's, let's just try. Like, I know you want a divorce, but let's compromise. Let's do a separation, a trial separation, and you can still manage the subway. And, and not only that, I'm going to give you $1,500 a month just because, you know, because I, I, I need you to know that I'm serious about this. I don't want you to just be out here. I want you to still be able to live the life that you've been living. You know what I mean? But then Rob loses his job. And when he loses his job, I guess he's able to see and he has time on his same hands because he gets to thinking like Mary Ellen really ain't that girl. She's really not. And he starts to see her for who she really is. Now, I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messed. Okay, never mind, never mind. So, Rob gets to seeing her for who she is. Like, dang, she really is a taker. And when and I'm, I'm being serious. When you're a giver, it's very hard to be in a relationship with a taker. Because that's all they do. <laughs> that's all they do is take. They take, they take, they take. And even though you're a giver, my goodness, you can only give for so much before you be like, do, do you even do you even know how to say thank you? You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm giving it out of the kindness of my heart, but not only do you not ever give back, you don't say thank you, and then you continue to keep taking and taking and taking. So I'm giving and you taking. So I ain't got nothing left. And here you are looking at me like, what you here for? Because now I'm not working and I'm expecting you to do something. And since I can't give you nothing no more, then I'm not worth anything to you. Because that's what Mary Ellen was basically saying. In other words, she wasn't saying it to his face, but her actions were saying like, listen, you really can't do what you used to do for me. So I'm going to take what I can get from you until I can find somebody else who can give me what I need. That's basically what she was saying. Um, but, but the blinders were off now because Rob was like, now nah, listen, you played in my face long enough. So he goes to see his attorney and he tells his attorney, listen, look, I want a divorce. And not only do I want the divorce, I want Subway and I want to lower the amount that Mary Ellen is getting a month that I'm giving her because nine times out of 10, he going to have to pay because she ain't been working. But he like, listen, I'm not going to pay that much. Like, like she finna have to do something. She not going to live the way she used to live. This is this is what Rob is saying. Like, no, uh-uh. enough is enough, okay? Um, But Mary Ellen didn't already decided that Rob is getting on her nerves. So she asking anybody who will listen if... They'll take him out. Listen, I'll pay you if you just get rid of him. Because, like, he's he's doing some crazy things. Like, whatever she needed Rob to be, if she thought somebody was going to entertain the thought of killing him, then that's what Rob was. If he was a molester, if she needed him to be a child molester, then that's what he was going to be. If she needed him to be a woman beater, that's what he was going to be. If she thought the person that she was talking to was going to help her get rid of her husband. So <laughs> she runs across this guy 
named James Bernstein, and he's dating her daughter, and he's talking to her, I mean, Mary's talking to him, and she's like, listen, 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 I'm I'm trying to find somebody who can, you know, do me a, a favor and get rid of this problem that I'm having, and of course, he's smitten with her daughter, and Mary Ellen is known to get people to do what she wants them to do. I mean, she was able to get Rob to take care of her for all these years, adopt her daughter, get her to get him to purchase her restaurant. Then she left him and then he paying her. So it sounds like she had the gift to gab. So apparently James is like, listen, I'm not going to be able to do it myself, but I think I can find somebody who can do it. So he gets on the scene and he finds somebody that can do it. And they go and they end up hitting Rob in the back of the head. So he has blood force trauma and then they end up shooting him, killing him just senseless for no reason at all. So of course, you know, they look at Mary. She's the she's the wife. She's always the first one they're looking at. They asked her, "Hey, you think you can take this polygraph test?" And she's like, "Say less." So she comes in and she takes the test. Mary didn't pass the test, y'all. But before, you know, but before, you know, the police, you know, can rule her out as a suspect, they're like, because the, of course, we all know that the polygraph is not, you can't use it in court. It's not admissible in court, but it does give the police an idea. Like, do we need to keep looking in this direction? Well, after she passes the polygraph test, the police are like, dang, we kind of thought it was her, but you know what? Maybe it wasn't. So the insurance company is getting ready to pay out. And they're like, listen, before we pay out, we going to call the police department. Because I don't know if y'all know, um, I, I work for an insurance company. Um, but if somebody passes away and is listed as a homicide on the death certificate, it, we have to clear the beneficiary. We have to make sure that the person who we're paying the money out to is not the person who killed them. Or at least we think that's not the person who killed them. Well, not we think. The police then said it because, listen, I'm just being honest. It's been some times where I've been like, this smell a little fishy. But that ain't that. Listen, that ain't my business. So the insurance company, they call the police department and they're like, hey, listen, is Mary Ellen a suspect? And they're like, well, we ruled her out. And so, no, not at this time. And so the insurance company cannot hold on to the money. Like they can't be like, oh, well, you know, my gut is telling me she's the person who did it. No, if the police say she's not a suspect and she was listed as the beneficiary, then they have to pay out. So guess who's getting paid? Mary Ellen, and not just from the insurance company, okay? She also got paid from Subway because she sold that franchise. Then all of the other money, the checks, the payroll that came in, she was, after Rob died, she got a payout of more than $600,000. Yep. Um, so... Rob was trying to make sure that she wasn't going to get that 1500 but Mary Ellen got way more than that. 
And this was like, you know, back in the day. So that was a lot, a lot of money. I mean, even now that's a lot of money. So I, I, anyway, Mary Ellen was named the Green Widow because within a year of her husband's death, she had spent over $500,000. 500 lord i see what you doing for others Mm-mm-mm. i'm just saying that's a lot of money that's a lot and then listen let me tell y'all what she had the nerve to do so so homegirl mary ellen didn't got it like so they 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 the case is cold because they don't have enough evidence to charge her she didn't pass this polygraph test and she going on living her, as y'all can see, she didn't spend this money. She got a new boo. And then after she got this money, she gets bucket. This is how you, this is why we can't never have nice things. So she, <laughs> she gets bucket naked on this bed and then has this, my new boo, cover her in hundred dollar bills. And so she's naked and she's just covered in money and he's taking pictures of her classy bougie ratchet <laughs> listen mary ellen you gonna cut it out that's what you're gonna do you gonna cut it out because she know for real because she shouldn't have did that she absolutely should not have did that because although the case was cold listen it's always somebody watching even when you think ain't nobody watching it's somebody watching it, it, it listen it is if you out here you doing something in this world and you discourage you like man don't nobody see me i'm telling you somebody see you <laughs> they do it even though they not liking they not commenting they watching keep doing you boo when the time is right okay listen let's move on but okay so mary mary ellen out here calling herself being great on purpose but but again somebody's watching and they call the police and they like hey listen y'all probably need to look into james bernstein and so the police is like who and so they call him in then they call listen they call Mary Ellen back in and the police is like, listen, let's put the two of them in a room together and see how these two act once they're in the room together. So once they're in a room together, Mary Ellen is cool. She like, listen, they ain't got nothing on me. I don't know what you heard about me. Okay, so that's what she like. Listen, I ain't, I ain't got no worries, but James is worried. And while they're in the room together, he's like, listen, uh, they got some stuff. And I think they got, listen, it, one of us is going down. They said they going to make sure one of us, if not both of us, go down. And like, he like being a chatty Cathy. And although Mary Ellen ain't saying nothing, the wheels are starting to spin. Like, dude, I probably shouldn't have got this one. Like, if ever there was one I shouldn't have got, it was him. Like, he a liability. So, the police don't have nothing to hold them on, so they let them go. They go on about their lives until these people are walking one day and they find this body. Mm. Y'all know whose body this is. Right. Because Mary Ellen said, listen, I'm not leaving no loose (laughs) <laughs> no loose stones. I'm not. Listen, at all. So as soon as he was in that interrogation room talking, she was like, listen, now I can already see that this is going to be an issue and I don't got time for that. So 
she decides that she's going to pay these two guys $5,000 to get rid of James. And they do it. And this is what kills me, like $5,000. I mean, for one, is my life not worth more than that? Even if you don't know me. Are you not like, dang, I don't know her, but I think her life is worth more than 5000 But then, okay, even if you don't think my life is worth more than 5000 do you not think your life is worth more than 5000 I mean, are you really willing to go to jail for that amount? Like, are you going to up that when you get to prison? Are you going to up that like instead of 5000 you got $5 million and you spend it? Like, I need to know how the story's going to happen because 5000 is just not enough for me to risk my whole entire life. And then it was two of y'all, so it had to be split. So $2,500? No. Anyway, the jig is up, okay? Because Mary Ellen gets caught. And so does James. And she gets sentenced to the death penalty. And she's acting like, you know, she's in a movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) hey, listen, I'm a superstar. And she probably did think that she was because here's the thing. And I say this all the time. You let people slide, they start to skate. And so Mary had gotten away with killing her husband getting this insurance money, selling this franchise, laying up naked in this bed, (laughs) looking like who did it and what for. Um, And then now they talking about she finna go to jail and the death penalty? (laughs) Make it make sense. No, but reality finally hit that, yeah, ma'am, you finna go to jail and you're never gonna get out. And you're one of the only women on death row at that time. Now, once I start reading further and further into the story, eventually um, her death penalty conviction got overturned to life in prison. But again, you will never see the light of day ever. And all because why? Because you decided to leave. Rob wasn't even finna leave you. You wanted to leave. Greed, 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 greed. That's all I can think of because Rob wasn't even thinking about leaving her. She up and decided she wanted to bounce. But then when things didn't go the way that she wanted them to go, she decided that she needed to play God. But then I also feel bad for Rob because this is somebody that he really wanted. He didn't know that she was this evil person. He didn't know that she was plotting on his downfall. He didn't know that the person that he would vow to love forever and be with forever would actually be the cause of his death. Like, he didn't know that. And it sucks for him because all he wanted to do was love her. And all Mary Ellen wanted was the money. Oh, man. This was a crazy story. And it sucks because it didn't even have to end up like that. Um... And it, it, because then once he got down, it was like she didn't want him no more. Like, <laughs> I, boy, I tell you what. Okay, so y'all know what time it is. Y'all know. If you were in a toxic relationship and you've been looking for a sign, this is it. Don't wait no more. You ain't got to pray no more. God is telling you, like, hey, you've been praying. You've been asking. This is it. What you going to do with the What you going to do with the confirmation? You going to leave? You gonna choose you? Because everything that I have for you is on the other side of this toxic situation. And if you are toxic, if you are the drama, and you know 
that you need to walk away, this is your sign. Just walk away. Because you don't want to be the person that we be listening to an episode on. Because you could have just walked away. You could have just said, you know what, enough. This is not, listen, this is not worth my peace. Because everything that is worth having is going to be on the other side of this toxic relationship. And if you need to get the help, get the help. Who's to say that person won't be there later? But you can't give them 100% if you aren't 100%. Now, I love y'all. Don't forget to be great on purpose. If your Monday didn't start off the way you wanted it to, that's okay. Don't let a bad moment turn into a bad day. If you need help leaving your toxic situation, you can always reach out to us here at Such a Lady or... You can reach out to the National Domestic Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. Either way it goes, we're just praying you choose you. We love you. Don't forget to be great on purpose. Meet us back here, same toxic time, same toxic place next week. Let's chat at Lady 30 on Instagram and Such a Lady on Facebook. Catch you guys later. Love you. Bye.